podcast as part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. And welcome to today's episode of 49ers Unrestricted. I'm Timmy Gibson here with my co-host, Daniel Bigelow. Daniel, how are you doing today? So good. It has been a wild couple of weeks in wild. the NFL offseason. So that has been fun. Uh, I feel like almost every day, if not every other day, and for the last week and a half, we've had some sort of crazy trade or signing or releasing, and that has just kept things interesting. Yeah. I mean, the biggest is uh, Tom Brady has come out of retirement in an announcement that felt just so, so predictable and yet so shocking at the same time. I think I think everybody had kind of started to get the feeling he was coming back. I think what surprised people a little is that he very clearly said, I'm coming back to the Buccaneers. There had been some talk that maybe he was going to try to go somewhere else. The Niners were at the top of that list. I was pretty consistent in saying I didn't think that was going to happen. I feel proved pretty correct by that, but you have to wonder if maybe some of the reason this took a little while is because some internal dynamics, maybe he was trying to force his way out of the Buccaneers and he couldn't, but either way, the Buccaneers are going to be a force in the NFC again. And Tom Brady has returned. And somehow I have yet to see someone tweet, guess who's back, back again, Brady's back, tell a friend. (laughs) And I don't understand why no one has tweeted that. I, when I said there's been a trade or releasing or signing or something every day, I actually didn't even think of the Tom Brady announcement that didn't even, you got to start with Brady. That was yesterday. So I know, but I was thinking, I was thinking prior with, with Wilson, Khalil Mack, Carson Wentz. And then I, I forgot about Brady, but dude, it it is just so funny. Uh, Listeners, if, if you've heard plenty of times that I am a huge baseball fan as well. And so it kills me that Tom Brady's retirement was not even half as long as the MLB lockout. Um, solid so 40 that days was, from Tommy. Solid Tommy 40 days that. and 99 days <laughs> MLB lockout. Um, that is stinking funny. But yes, it is crazy that he is back. And I'm right there with you. Never thought it would be to, re- to come back and, and play with the Niners. But I would have loved um, it, but I never thought it was going to happen. Timmy, I'm I don't know sure that I would have loved it, but I would have talked myself into it. That's for sure. I'm sure you would have seen the report by now that so he announced yesterday is coming back so the day before someone bought his quote last yep. touchdown ball for five hundred thousand dollars only for the next day for him to unretire now i think brady's if, gonna if give that brady, guy something i was gonna say if tom brady's a decent human he needs to like pay this guy in full or do like five hundred thousand dollars is nothing to him right now. But it's not Brady's but, fault. He bought it's still an interesting touchdown ball. Like it's still but dude, yeah, it's but definitely he not worth unretired what he the day after. Like he couldn't have waited two days or something like that. I feel like that was planned. It's pretty funny, yeah. I mean, he really came in right after the it was like I was like watching the bracket get announced, and then it was like, Oh, Tom Brady's back. He's like, um, watch, I'm bigger than the bracket. Yeah, so that that happened over in the NFC South, up north. And if you've been listening to this show, you may have gotten a hint that I thought this was what was going to happen. Aaron Rodgers is staying with the Green Bay Packers, signing a huge extension. Sounds like he hasn't put pen to paper yet, but that is the plan. And then a little closer to home over in the NFC West, 
Russell Wilson, Daniel, traded to the Denver Broncos. Bye-bye, Russell. It is going to be fun to have him out of the division, out of the conference. We still have to play him this year, though. But Yeah, one game is fine. But when he's out of the conference, so like, to me, Seahawks have no chance now unless, you know, they make some moves and get a quarterback. Um, I would not be surprised if they were the first team in the draft to take a quarterback. And yeah, Malik Willis, Malik Willis is, is being talked about to them a lot. And he, I mean, he's an exciting player. And seems similar dynamics to, to Russell Wilson. Um, certainly more than much bigger any of the other bigger. quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that makes sense. I actually would kind of like that for them. Um, I like Malik Willis a lot. Uh, he went to my alma mater. And uh, so that's cool. But I think that would be a, a cool place for him to go and you know, huge shoes to fill. Great coach to to be with. Um, people say, you know, I, I struggle with Pete Carroll as a Niners fan, of course, but yeah, um, you know, he's got some yeah. weapons. I think so. Yes, a a great quarterback, or at least a formerly great quarterback. We'll see how he still plays this season. Is out of the division. I think this actually affects the 49ers more though, Daniel, because of the, the Jimmy Garoppolo trade market. I talked a little bit last episode about how I thought that the teams that are going to go for Garoppolo are going to be the teams that miss out on a Rogers or a Wilson. And three of those teams are now, are now out of the running. Aaron Rodgers is staying with the Packers. The Buccaneers were talked about a little Brady is mm-hmm. coming back. And then you have in Denver, they made their move for Russell Wilson. So well, Jimmy Garoppolo's, Command, yes. Commanders got Carson Wentz and they were one of the top, I think last pod, we said they were one of the top three teams. Yeah. So them going after Carson I, Wentz eliminates them, but kind of switches. Hey, is Indianapolis a destination? Yeah. I think Indianapolis makes a lot of sense. I think if you look at what, if you hear everything coming out of there, it seems like they weren't even as like the trade was less about Wentz's on the field performance than just who he was around the locker room and some leadership stuff. Mm -hmm. And say what you will about Jimmy. No one has ever questioned his ability to lead a locker room. It's been, I mean, back to his Patriots days, he has been always a cherished locker room guy. So I think he could come in and kind of provide that stability, maybe be a bridge guy for them. But I think the other domino that needs to fall. Oh yeah. Sorry. I was just agreeing with you. It's quite the opposite narrative where they're complaining about Wentz's character when the Niners, this whole second half of the season are like, y'all are, y'all are hating on Jimmy, but we love him and he's a locker room guy. So very opposite there. It's good. So I, I think that would make sense. Maybe pair him with a rookie, but, and then the other move. So I think Jimmy is, is going to be moved soon, but there is one more domino that needs to fall. And that is, that's Deshaun Watson who over the weekend was not indicted by a grand jury. There's not going to be any criminal charges against him in everything. 22 um, accusations of sexual assault and misconduct, I believe is the appropriate term. Uh, There's some civil suits going on, but your grand jury is not pressing criminal charges. Most people seem to think that clears the way for Watson to be traded from the Houston Texans soon. He probably still will get suspended for a little bit, but seems like that he's going to play football again and someone is going to trade a lot of picks for him. Sounds like the Carolina Panthers and the New Orleans Saints both have trade packages ready. If I'm Deshaun, I'm going to the Saints. Yeah, I'd go to the Saints. I'd go to the Saints in a heartbeat. No, not not that you wouldn't go to the Saints, but do you really, really think that they're ready to spend big for him? Yeah, I don't I don't think that's a franchise that wants to to spend much time not competing. Um, totally. They've got a great defense. If they can figure out the cap stuff, which they've always managed to do. That's why I question it. 
I just question the move because of the cap. Yeah, Deshaun's contract is is huge. So whatever happens with that, (laughs) it really is huge. I do think that has to happen before Jimmy gets traded. I think that's going to be the last domino to fall. I think Deshaun Watson is going to be moved, honestly, probably within the next 72 hours, if I was going to bet. If I was going to bet. And then after that, he's meeting with three teams in the next 48 hours. Yeah. Who's the third? The Panthers, the Saints, and the Eagles? I think it's the Eagles. Oh, there. I have seen plenty of reports that the Eagles have been interested the, for a while. The, the Eagles have been interested and could be trading. Jalen Hurts and whatnot yeah. for Deshaun. So, I have a, a friend who's an Eagles fan who said that he's like, help me pick a new team because if they yeah. do that, but he's out. Yeah, I think 72 hours is about the time frame people are going to look for because you want, if you're a quarterback and if you're a team, you want this done before free agency because the yep. team's going to look and be like, Eagles, I'm not going to the Eagles. And then a player's going to look and be like, whoa, they have Deshaun Watson now? Like, they're going to be awesome. So I think that, that, could play into it. So I'm expecting yeah. him to move in the next, in the next three or four days. And I think after, I think that will happen before Jimmy gets moved, but I could see it happening mm. this week. Okay. So let's think just real quickly. Let's finish our Jimmy G conversation here, but I want to, I want to kind of try to pre- predict some spots, I guess, because we, we did last week, but a lot or two weeks ago, but a lot has changed since then. I believe uh, you just said Deshaun's three teams potential three teams could be Panthers, Saints, and Eagles. I really see yeah. the Panthers happening, and I think that's simply just because they were the, the first ones I heard about. And I it mean, just it seems to, to make the most sense. Time. Totally. And I do not see I – I feel like there's zero possibility Jimmy goes to the Panthers. I feel like they have not been interested in Jimmy at all. So Seahawks, they're not going to get – they're not going to go after Jimmy. They're – I pretty confident they're going to draft or stick with drew lock for a year. And until maybe they get a better position or better quarterback class, that is also a very uh, possibility there for them very high possibility for them. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I rule the Seahawks out from making a move. They just got some first round picks. And I wonder if that trade was a lot more about being tired of Russell Wilson than it was about wanting to run a rebuild. And Kirk cousins, he was kind of in the conversation of quarterback carousel. There was like some speculation. I was yeah, pretty he's convinced returning. he signed with the Vikings. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh. I think Pitts, Jimmy to Pittsburgh makes a lot of sense to me. It does. So Pittsburgh, draft Jimmy or draft Kenny Pickett trade for Jimmy. That's what I would do if I was Pittsburgh. So we've got the Steelers. We've got, I still think the Colts are, they're obviously not an option, whether you think it's a big one or not, like they're an option. They don't have a quarterback. Those are my two guesses. I can't see the Colts move or the Steelers moving for Deshaun Watson. So those, I think it's one of those two teams, no. to be honest. And I still think, I think that Jimmy fits the Saints, and but maybe that's not necessarily what they want because I'm just thinking, you know, older Drew Brees, um, you know, not, I mean, he could still air it out, not as well, but he could still air it out big time, even in his last season. So I think the Saints are still my number three while I think they're absolutely going to go after Deshaun before Jimmy. And I think they'd rather even sign Jameis Winston before trading for Jimmy. Um, I do see the Steelers and the Colts as the top two. Are we missing any teams? I don't see the Seahawks going after Jimmy, but. Yeah. I mean, there's probably somebody we're not thinking of, but I, I think we've hit, we've hit most of it. I think it'll be. It'll be one of those teams we just said. Um, I, I I got breaking news, not the most relevant to the 49ers, but it is interesting. Green Bay Packers have released yep. Zadarius Smith. Dude, that'd be amazing if we got him. 
Yeah. They released him because he had a huge contract. Huge cap hit. Huge cap hit. But I think it would make a lot of sense for the 49ers to move for him. A couple other – that's a perfect segue. I told Timmy before that I wanted to re- revisit some team needs. Um, I believe uh, two weeks ago we said that defensive – back was number one need and while i think it still is i think it's more specific with cornerback is number one need and that is not a shock if you pay any attention to the 49ers now we threw out some potential potential free agents to to sign um you know jc jackson was the dream one stefan gilmore was a possibility i do not see us getting jc jackson as i think he'll be so expensive yeah he's gonna be expensive stefan gilmore is a little more realistic with a little older but still not very old and um, I'd be surprised just because that's a big contract, but a very similar signing of what we did with Jason Verrett, a veteran who's a little older um, who could come as a little cheaper option. Granted Verrett was in a different situation where he was battling injuries and we said, Hey, you know, you can have a shot here and he did great until he got injured. So a little different on the injury side is Casey Hayward who Man, did he? I think he was drafted by the Chargers. No, Packers. He's bounced around a little bit. I think he was drafted by the Packers. Some some part of me says Packers. Then he's gone to the Chargers and then the Raiders. Um, he's thirty two, but he has missed only two games in the last two seasons. So that's a that's healthy good. dude. That would be awesome if we were able to sign him, get some some veteran help in the in the cornerback room there. Uh, guard was our second need, I believe, if not edge. So I think those are still two and three and then safety is number four, but I think guard is a big need, whether or not we sign Lake and Tomlinson and yeah, that interior interior offensive lineman. I think I said this in our last episode. I think it's a huge need. I think we could potentially address it in the draft if we bring back Tomlinson and that probably also depends how the team feels about Aaron Banks. And if you hear them talking about him, they're definitely kind of starting to put up a front of like, oh, no, we were happy with him last year. It just wasn't time to play him. Like, we just weren't – we just didn't need him out there. But we were happy with how he's developed and we're excited about him. So if the team doesn't take someone in free agency or the draft, that means, one, that they definitely re-signed Tomlinson because there's no way they could not extend him and – not to get someone else. But I think it also means that they've been happy with banks. So that that'll be interesting to see. We'll have to keep an eye on what happens there. Yeah. I, I would love for them to sign Tomlinson instead of going with banks. Um, obviously, I mean, that's a no brainer, but there's been inklings I, I that think they'll do both. There's been inklings that the dolphins newly not acquired, but newly signed head coach, Mike McDaniel, goes after him. I saw a report this morning that like, Hey, maybe the dolphins get Raheem Mostert. And I'm like, is any free agent Niner just going to go to the dolphins with Mike McDaniel? I mean, that'd be cool. I mean, I feel like they're at least going to say he to say they are. Some guys followed Robert Sala. And so that was cool. Some guys can follow Mike McDaniel, but it's like, Hey, stay with us guys. Um, some other options, Connor Williams guard for the Cowboys. I think he might be too expensive, but he's good. Uh, Brandon, is it Sharif? Um, guard all pro guard for the the <laughs> I, I went from Washington Redskins in my head and nope now it's the uh, football team wait nope now it's the commanders, commanders. um longtime teammate with Trent Williams that would be a fun ad he's incredible he's also injury prone and he'd be expensive so I don't know if that's the right move but man that would be fun to get 
Williams and Sharif together on the same team again. So that would be fun to see. I would love to see them sign Lakin instead of address it in the draft. Um, but he could go to the, the Dolphins or the Chargers or another team. So those are kind of some some updates on the team needs and potential people for us to see. So yeah. One so last... now we've talked team needs and free agency. Oh, you got one more thing? I, yeah, I just, I just felt thing. like we needed to we needed to note that Brian Greasy analyst oh, yeah. was was signed as our quarterback coach. And so Timmy and I talked about this uh, with each other when it happened. And we're like, at least I'm like, I don't really know how to, how to feel about this. No coaching experience, right? No coaching experience. No. He was a quarterback. He started for a, a decent amount of time. I believe I didn't truly remember yeah. his, his statistics too much. His dad he was, was on I the Broncos think, as well right? with, with Mike Shanahan. He was on the Buccaneers for the most of that. I remember, I don't know his full career much. I know much more as an analyst than a player. Um, yeah. Yeah, his dad was a quarterback and a coach as well. So, he, you know, he's definitely learned a little bit. So just an interesting, interesting yep, yeah, addition. Yeah. He was drafted by the Broncos, was there for four years. So he backed up Elway probably at the end of his career. Wow. I think. That's cool. That's fun, I'm man. I would love to bring that in. That'd be really cool to have just that experience of, you know, I watched John Elway from a front row seat. Um, Under Mike Shanahan. So that's, he knows the system Kyle wants to run, you know? Okay, so th- yeah, I this, think, could be, this could be a lot cooler than we really think it is. I, I think that'll work, and I think that Kyle Shanahan has had a good enough track record of developing coaches that I'm, I trust him. I don't know if I always trust him with developing young players. You've heard me talk about that, but I think I do trust him with developing coaches. Yeah, I, I can buy into that. So I'm, I'm certainly more hopeful and expectant of this. It just seems so weird, you know, we're bringing in an analyst – like when Lewis Riddick was interviewing with teams about, a, about being a GM, that made a little more sense to me. Um, yeah. No, I think this would be cool. And I, th- I think you, you made some great points that helped me get a little more excited about it. Yeah. All right. So we talked team needs and free agency. We're now going to shift to potentially trying to address those team needs in the NFL draft. To do that, we are going to do the first ever inaugural 49ers unrestricted seven round NFL mock draft. So I've pulled up Daniel C in my screen here. I've got pro football networks, mock draft simulator. We're going to pick as the Niners. We're going to do seven rounds. We might take a few seconds to talk about what other teams do, but the main focus is going to be on going through and keeping an eye on and picking for the 49ers and seeing who we can wind up with. Daniel, you ready? Yeah. You're going to have to hold me accountable for just sticking with the Niners. Yes, 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 yes. I'll keep. I'll I keep geek out on this mock draft stuff. I like. I know, it. I know. We'll we'll probably talk a little first round too, even though the 49ers aren't aren't picking in it. But I'm gonna hit the first round and I'll button. Shut up. Let's do it. And let's go. All right. I'm gonna let the okay. first round go wow. through, and then and then we'll we'll scroll back up and see what we got going on here. See, sometimes I have such a hard time with these mock drafts, but it's it's all right. It's always I'm so pausing fun to it after at. round one. Wow. First overall pick, Aiden Hutchinson, edge rusher out of Michigan to the Jacksonville Jaguars. That seems to be the consensus right now. Second overall pick, Kayvon Thibodeau out of Oregon, another edge rusher to the Lions. That one's interesting to me. Sounded like he's fallen a little. Then we have Garrett Wilson from Ohio State to the Houston Texans. That is a lot earlier than people expected Wilson to go. I'd heard top 10 pick. I had not heard top three pick. 
Kyle Hamilton, Hamilton, safety out of Notre Dame to the Jets. Phenomenal, That's the biggest really, one. really versatile player. That's the biggest one with a mock draft where I think the Lions would go Hamilton instead of Thibodeau. Um, yeah, that, because that has been said. Hamilton has zero questions about him, and uh, Thibodeau has a few, whether it's work ethic, whether it's health, attitude. Um, yeah. I've seen mock drafts where Thibodeau doesn't even go in the first round because of some of these concerns. Yeah, and Thibodeau, Hamilton, I think – I think some of those concerns are overrated. He's clearly an electric player, but sure. definitely not as polished as Hutchinson. But Hamilton is is a fascinating guy and a good player. Hamilton Hamilton will not make it past this fourth pick. The Jets will no. absolutely take Hamilton if he is there yeah. at the fourth overall. Um, the Garrett Wilson third overall pick to the Texans yeah, doesn't that's seem not quite right to me. No. Um, and then if we we skim a little bit. Malik Willis, quarterback out of Liberty, who I think is going to be the first quarterback off the board now. They've got going at six to the Carolina Panthers. Um, Ike McQuanu is going to the Seahawks at nine. He's an offensive tackle. Some guys have been talking about him as a potential first overall pick. So that's a little bit of a fall there. Matt Corral out of Mississippi to the Browns is the second quarterback off the board in this mock. I don't really buy that. Uh, yeah, I don't really buy that. Um, Kenny Pickett to Pittsburgh. Uh, pick 18 that seems again a little a little late for me for Pickett, but that sounds to pittsburgh sounds right i want to pause real quick yeah 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 yeah. 16 eagles their second pick trayvon walker who i've seen drafts mock drafts where he goes kind of second round but he at the combine the entire georgia defense at the combine they stole the combine i absolutely believe that the the front four could easily go in the first and second round, but I would not be surprised if multiple guys from Georgia go in the first round. Um, yeah, who's the well, they got and up they they've already got Jordan Davis defensive tackle out of Georgia going at ten to the Jets here. So yeah, Jordan we'll Davis multiple, has to go first round. Walker. We'll see multiple it, Georgia picks in the first totally. for sure. Anything else jumping out of you? Nothing really. Um, Sam Howell, QB out of North Carolina to the Buccaneers at 27. I'm guessing this hasn't been updated since Brady came out of retirement. No, it's not. And way. 32, Drake London, wide receiver out of USC to the Detroit Lions. I'm gonna, I mean, the, gonna... the, oh, the, I was just going to say the, the Bengals, 31 overall. They're, there's no way they're not taking an offensive lineman. They're not taking yeah. a. I'd be yeah, They've shocked. got them taking a cornerback here. That's why Daniel uh, yeah. says that. I agree. And now not I'm going to hit of... resume. Yeah. It's gonna go. It's gonna go fast until we get to the Niners' first pick. Ooh, we got some trades. Desmond Ritter went off the board there, and we're coming. All right, pick sixty-one overall. Ooh, Daniel, Here, the Denver Broncos want to trade with us. They want to give us a fourth-round pick to move back three spots. Um, is there anybody here? I'm just kind of skimming who we got available. We got Christian Walker, Christian Watson, wide receiver out of North Dakota State. A lot of people are wanting. Wanting the 49ers to move on Watson, reunite him with his college quarterback, Trey Lance. Drake Jackson is another name as well that I've seen. <clears throat> I've seen a mock drafts and uh, no. USC edge that I think would be, sorry, Timmy, uh, no, someone no, no, that I no. think I'm, would be cool to add. If he's good, we should take him. Um, Sean Ryan, offensive guard out of UCLA, if we wanted to go Bruin. Um, anyone else who's available that catches your eye? Um, I mean, there's, uh, yeah, how is Kingsley? I can never say that. How is he still there? That's uh, an incorrect in South mind. Carolina. You would take he, him yeah. if he was here? Absolutely. I've seen him much higher in certain drafts. I've seen him way above Drake Jackson. So 
that surprises me that he is still there. All right. Let's take him then. We'll do it. Yeah. Kingsley Enigbare out of South, South Carolina. Carolina. I think yeah, edge rusher some, with that. I think edge up. rusher with that 61st pick is seems likely to me. Oh, Christian Watson off the board. And there's a decent uh, amount of edge rushers available there at that pick. Another trade offer. So yeah. I, I guess we're ignoring all happening. trade offers because I can't click the accept button. Maybe I didn't yeah, have trades fine. enabled, to be honest. Um, mm. Pick number 93, 49ers are back on the board. It's telling us best available, a couple wide receivers, David Bell out of Purdue, mm-hmm. Jalen Tolbert out of South Alabama. We got a Justin back. Ross is still there. I, I know who I want to take here, Daniel. In the fourth I'm round, skimming. Justin Ross is available. Yeah. I, I like... Uh, we talked about this guy last week, Kirby Joseph, the safety out of Illinois. I know we've talked about yeah. safety not being the biggest need, but he's a talented player. That would be that would be my pick, Daniel. Scroll down yeah. a little bit. Let's see if there's any offensive linemen. I did not see any. You know, there there is a huge level of uh, best player on the board. You know, so even though guard is a need, we may not have the ability to address that right now. So yeah, I'm not I'm not seeing anybody. You want to do, what do you think? Want to do Kirby Joseph? Let's do, Let's do Kirby Joseph. Kirby Joseph, safety out of Illinois. It's off the board. And now Some we're back those... up on the board at 102. Those wide receivers are still there, but I, I am not one who thinks the 49ers are going to be taking a, taking a wide receiver in the first three rounds. If, well, so the first three rounds for them. So we're now in the fifth round, and Justin Ross is still there. While I don't think we need to take him in, in our mock draft, I'd be pretty shocked. I've just seen good things about him. A guy coming out of Clemson, um, heard good things. I've seen him going in the second, if not third round. So if we were in yeah, the fifth well, this round, is, he was this still is there. the third round here. We're in the third oh, round really? still. Pick 102. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, I think I think David so Bell. <laughs> David Bell out of Purdue is another wide receiver. Even Caleb Austin, I've heard good things. Calvin Austin, I've heard good things about coming out of Memphis. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to see an Alabama cornerback in Jalen Armour Davis. I don't know no, that no. much about him, but I mean, it's an Alabama cornerback. How are you not like, it's kind of hard not to be interested in one of them. So that would be, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by that guy. I would say we, we need a cornerback. Uh, so I, I would, I would draft this guy. He seems like the only cornerback remotely higher on the board. Um, yeah. As you get down to the fourth and so on, it's a lot of offensive guys and it's a lot of receivers. So hard to, hard to truly know. So hard about the late, the later rounds. I mean, we're still in the end of the third, but as I said a minute ago, that it is offense heavy. There's a lot of uh, not talked about quarterbacks, receivers, tight ends here at this option as well. And there's not tons of, of big running backs in this draft either. Uh but I feel like that happens often and I'm excited to see, you know, it's fun. Uh, what's uh, I know his, his brother is CJ Spiller. What is Isaiah Spiller is the, the draft prospect. And then Dalvin cook's younger brother, James cook is there. So it's fun to see some, some relatives uh, coming in yeah. in this draft. Um, no, for sure. Well, we've made it through the first four rounds. I think, we might have to revisit this exercise at a later time. Sorry, Pro Football Network, for giving your draft simulator a poor review. But Daniel, let's talk a little bit about what we saw there. So we did round. Basically, we took we mocked the 49ers' first three picks there. First time around, we took an edge rusher out of South Carolina. 
it's hard to not take an edge rusher when you think about the fact that we really need somebody on the other side of Nick Bosa to take away that attention. We need someone to, yeah. to do that. And Arden key is not enough to, to be that one guy. Uh, D Ford. I'm we've talked about it, man. I'm out on D Ford. I'm, I'm real, real upset with him in terms yeah, of not have, staying healthy and not producing even when he is my D Ford thoughts are I'm out on him, but I think he's still going to be on the 49ers. So hopefully he can, he can fix things. Cause I just can't imagine we can get rid of him with that cap hit. So I'm like, let's, yeah. let's keep him and let's hope maybe he just really has been dealing with some bad injuries and he can bounce back from that. Um, but yeah, I think getting a young edge rusher just really fits what the 49ers have been wanting to do this whole time. Uh, makes sense to me. Then we went cornerback or safety with Kirby Joseph out of Illinois. We've talked about him. Versatile player was, was just phenomenal this past season for, for Illinois. And so definitely, I think I was pretty shocked he was available with that pick, to be honest. But if he, I like really, really think that if he's available at, um, at the 49ers second pick, 49ers second pick, he's definitely going to yeah. drafted. He's a guy I've seen mocked to us a lot. And then we wrapped up with taking Jordan Armar Davis, I believe is how, or Jordan Armour Davis out of Alabama yeah. defensive back. I, Daniel, what do you think the odds actually are of the 49ers starting out the draft with three back to back to back offensive or defensive picks? Um, I want that. But I actually think it's pretty likely. I mean, we have, unless it's an offensive lineman, which makes sense and is a need, I think it, it will be more so. I think it should be. Um, you know, we, we love, the, the Niners love getting running backs and receivers in kind of later rounds. Yeah. And, you know, like a Jawan Jennings and Elijah Mitchell, we do it all the time. Um, you know, we get a Debo Samuel or a Brandon Ayuk when wide receiver is a huge need. Well, with both of those guys right now, it's not a huge need. Um, we don't have the Bosa or Debo extension yet, so it could be more of a need than we think. But again, I, th- I just think those are waiting until we trade Jimmy. I think that's got to mm-hmm. happen first before we extend him. So yeah, that's probably a big part of it. Um, I would. I would say there's a 75% chance that the first three Niner picks are all defense. Yeah. We got big, we got big needs in cornerback. Absolutely need some help. Unless free agency changes this, we need, even if we sign just one veteran cornerback, we still need some youth in there with Ambry Thomas, with Dehamador Lenore. Um, totally. For the future, safety is obviously a need. Um, with, I, I'm pretty positive we're going to take an edge rusher with the, our first pick in the second round because of how many, how deep this edge rushing class is and how many pretty decent edge rushers I've seen available there at our first pick. Um, and even, even drafting a linebacker in third, Ooh. fourth, fifth round or something could be speaking of idea. linebackers. You're reminding me of some 49ers news that we did not talk about earlier in the episode. So maybe we wrap yes. up talking on this. Yes, Talked about the Seattle correct. Seahawks trading away Russell Wilson. They also released longtime star at linebacker Bobby Wagner. There's been a lot of buzz that I think the 49ers have maybe already taken a meeting that Bobby Wagner would love to come to San Francisco and play with Fred Warner. 
There's been a lot of buzz around it. And Wagner, yes, he was released, but I think he had like the third most tackles in the NFL last season. He was was still, he was still every, maybe not every bit as good as he was, was at his peak, but he was still one of the best linebackers in the NFL. Daniel, what are your thoughts if the 49ers really could bring him in to pair with Warner? I mean, I already think the 49ers have one of the best linebacker cores in the, in the league, bring in, bring in Bobby Wagner. I mean, wow. I think it would be fun. We would enjoy it. It would obviously be a good, well, I guess not obviously to me, it'd be a great pairing. Um, It'd be fun, but I think that it would be silly just because of it is, it is not our deep need. Um, as you said, we have a great linebacker core already with Fred Warner um, leading the way. And <clears throat> Timmy, I kind of messed up in the start of the podcast where I left out some big news where we've re-signed some guys and we went this whole podcast without talking about it. Now, it's not a, as big of a name as Lake and Tomlinson as we would like, but <clears throat> we signed defensive linemen Kevin Givens and Maurice Hurst to a one-year contract. So we brought them back Jamichael yeah. Hasty's back for another year, offensive lineman, Colton McKivitz, who kind of bounced around practice squad um, roster. He signed for a year, uh, quarterback extraordinaire. Nate Sudfeld is signed, I believe to a two-year deal. I think, I think that's another sign Jimmy's leaving, right? When you resign oh, a backup absolutely. quarterback, when the 49ers normally only wanted to carry two on the roster, the exception this season was because Trey was a rookie. I don't think they're going to carry three again. So I, I think that's another, hey, Jimmy. Well, I really don't out. like that Nate is, if, if we trade Jimmy and we have Nate Sudfeld as our backup, that worries me. Um, but I, I bet, you know, if Trey gets hurt, we'll make a move for something or rather than, or we'll sign uh, – always at home, ready to go. Josh Johnson, who we've loved to see come in when we need him. Um, yep. Last free agent that was uh, re-signed is linebacker Demi Flanagan Fowles is signed to a one-year yep. contract extension. So he made me, the lineback, linebacker conversation made me think of him and the other guys that were signed that we deserve to note. Um, Flanagan Fowles is fourth or fifth on the linebacker depth chart behind Fred Warner, uh, Aziz Alshire, Drew Greenlaw, and I think Marcel Harris was above him this last year as well. Um, yeah. he, he was utility, but Flanagan Fowles stepped up when he needed to when guys went down. So I think that's really cool bringing him back. So to truly answer your question, it would be fun to have Bobby Wagner, a little Richard Sherman 2.0 coming from the Seahawks to us and probably want yeah, to destroy the Seahawks. You got to think Sherm go. is in his ear like, hey, the Niners were good to me. Like they're great defense. Yeah. They got great linebackers. They got Fred. They got all pro Fred, man. So hopefully Bobby wants to come. That would be, that'd be fun. I, I am just here for stealing former Seahawks greats and having them still be great on the 49ers. It was fun with Sherm and it'll be fun with Bobby Wagner. If it happens, Daniel, anything fun. else you want to say to the listeners before we wrap up? All I got yeah. is we will do another mock draft and it will work next time. <laughs> I would love to see Wagner. Um, I like the idea of it. I actually don't want it to happen because of the money that we spend on him. I, th- I think absolutely needs to be spent on cornerbacks or the secondary or bringing back yeah, Lincoln. So that's, that's probably right. It's, it's fun. It's just not realistic to me. Um, yeah, no, but yes, I, I agree. We'll do another mock draft. We've got time as the, we still have a month, month in a week or two until the NFL draft. So it's going to be heating up. It's going to be fun. Um, just because we don't have a first round pick does not mean you don't need to be interested 
or that it will be exciting. It will be nonetheless. So <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a blast. We got fun stuff coming. Um, I, I'm predicting that by the next time we do a podcast in two weeks, as we're every other week in the off season, that Jimmy Garoppolo will no longer be on the San Francisco yep. 49ers. So I, I'm really hoping that we have a lot to talk about. And it's been, it's been fun, Jimmy. It's been fun. All right. Good man. 49ers unrestricted listeners. Thanks for tuning in. Sorry about that mock draft mishap. And we will see you in two weeks. Stay safe out there, everybody. Peace.